0: A modern podcast where Chris and Mike talk about TV, movies, superheroes, and everything in between. It's time for Superhero Slate. Hello everyone and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV movies and superheroes, so let's talk it all out.
1: My name is Chris Dillard. And I'm and my name is Mike Royer. I got
0: it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, you must be really excited because we got a Rogue One teaser trailer this week and that's really oh tripping yeah. up. Oh yeah. Oh uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. The Civil War is about to start again. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've heard. We're back in the 1800s. <laughs> and DC announces some untitled films, uh-huh. got our curiosity peaked, and a lot more. Yeah, this is a this
1: is a fun week because we it's kind of we're, this episode is like booked in by trailers. We got a new trailer just a couple days ago, and then we're about to get another new trailer after we record this. So, yes. oh man, I love it when trailers come out. It's so fun.
0: They are they are the best and the the most. Uh, I guess overanalyzed pieces of <laughs> a media release before a movie comes out. It's because it's fun, man. It is. They're exciting. Uh, we just watched uh, the newest one, the Star Wars Rogue One, right before this, and yeah, and you we, have, we feel we the, to, the hype. Yeah, we try
1: to be professional. We try to prepare before we hit the record button. So that's right, and, and at
0: least it's at least fresh in our minds as we go. Mm-hmm. And 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 although Mike says we're professional, at least I can say my name every show, man.
1: I'm okay. <laughs> Out of the, what is this, episode 65, I've gotten it right at least 60 times. So there's always going to be the odd one out. And honestly, we're just too lazy to hit stop recording and redo it again, you know.
0: I wouldn't say we're lazy. I just think, you know, it shows to say we record this intro every week. (laughs) <laughs> we don't. We don't just record one and let it go. We we do a fresh one every week.
1: Hey, you got the you got the magic editing fingers. So if you don't like the way I say my name, you can change it into like a robot voice or something. I'm, I'm gonna so. have
0: Siri say your name and record record that. Do I'm it.
1: Do. I I dare you. I, I'll think about it. I don't know. <laughs> you won't do it. You won't I, do it. <laughs> no, you're you're
0: pulling this on me. I just did this to him. I told him he wouldn't do it, and then now now I now I'm do gonna it. do it. I'm now gonna I have do to it. do it. Son of a bitch. but uh i guess it's the weekend i'm uh i'm a little under the weather so bear with me folks as we get through this
1: it's about time it's your turn i feel like i've been sick like the last uh three uh podcasts we've done i'm finally better and i'm glad whatever you have whether it's contagious or not is not going to get to me through the other other end of this microphone
0: yeah well i i I actually um put it in an envelope and sent it your way already so I'm not You're opening that. Go... You
1: you better have found a different address to put on that, because as soon as I see your name, it's going in the garbage.
0: <laughs> Who says it's got my name on it? <sighs> Could be Man. like a glitter bomb, but like, you know, with like a, a flu bug.
1: I'm only laughing right now, because my wife is the one that picks up the mail on the way up to the apartment. So, oh, uh. snap. <laughs> yeah, it'll be on her. her.
0: Don't tell her. Don't tell her. <laughs> Save me. Save me. But uh, other than that, I've actually, um, remember I went to C2E2 like a month ago? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I have not put up any of the comics I bought since then, so I've got like 300 comic books behind me, all over the floor. I'm just trying to work through today and, and oh man. get them put in their boxes and organized. So uh, I just want to let people know, like, you know, don't don't put off uh, organizing stuff because it's gonna pile up one day.
1: Yeah, I mean, we we've had this uh, a physical media conversation quite a bit. I mean, I'm sure your digital comic collection is as large as your physical comic collection which is a, a pretty, uh, pretty uh, rife uh, uh, pile to deal with over there. Uh, but, I mean, like, just on my end, I'm looking at like this small stack of comic books over here by uh, my TV, uh, I I got another stack of uh, comic books in the other room, and then I was looking at all these like trades that I own that I haven't read yet, and I was like, I really got to start pushing through these trades because like I get these as gifts from people, and they're always really thoughtful. I was like, I need to sit down and read these. So uh, I'm hitting the second volume of uh, Sex Criminals right now, so it's really really good as yeah. the first volume was.
0: That is that is a good one. I think um, is that I don't remember who publishes that off the top of my head. Um, but that kind of goes along with the about a hardcover book is Image Comics uh, mm-hmm. from Image of the Wicked and the Divine. You know, I, I talked about this, but I really love that series, and they had the first two volumes as one hardcover. So you know, we we like comic books. We'll we'll, we'll tell you that we dabble.
1: We dabble we when we're not busy watching these trailers.
0: <laughs> Mike dabbles. I I I, uh, yeah. I have a problem. You have a problem. <laughs> But that problem has a solution, and that's what matters. And the solution is more pop vinyls, huh? Oh, my gosh. Don't even start me on that. I bought one I bought one Age of Ultron pop vinyl this week I've been looking for for over a year. Oh, what uh, was that? It's the Glow in the Dark Hulk. Okay. Uh, but it's a Barnes & Noble exclusive, but none of the Barnes & Nobles here had it. But my comic book store got one in on accident, I guess. So I bought it from from them.
1: So. <laughs> nice. Yeah, well. Yeah, all Bryce right, the novel doesn't really exist anymore, so.
0: But we got three down here that just don't get anything good. <laughs> it's like, you know, like when you walk into a like a, one of those like it's like a dollar store, but like all the dollar store gets is like messed up products from other mm-hmm. companies. It's kind of like that, so. Uh, I got gotcha. you. But enough about that. Let's get into this news. We got we got a lot to cover today and and we're going to we're laid down for you guys. All right, lay it down, man. First off, Wonder Woman. All right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Moved up two weeks to June 2nd, 2017. We're now going to get two weeks earlier.
1: Okay, slight move. So what do we think this slight move means? Are they trying to make room for something else? Are they they worried? Are they trying to space themselves out from a different movie?
0: Yes. Uh, So Transformers 5 and Wonder Woman shared the same day. And despite Uh, how awful we know Transformers movies are, they still make lots of money. Oh, yeah.
1: They they push those stacks of gold around.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it made over, the last one made over a billion dollars, hands down. And mostly, you know, it's the China market. So, Wonder Woman, they moved it up two weeks. I mean, that's a good sign. Like, they have faith in it as well, rather than pushing it back two weeks. Um, but they just wanted to get away from that Transformers 5 date, mm-hmm. which I think is a smart move for any yeah. movie, despite what it is. Yeah. So, uh, I'm excited. I want to see more Wonder Woman. Um, I'm hoping, I mean, I know they're filming it. And it's well over a year off, but I kind of want to see some footage, maybe a, maybe a small teaser kind of that comes out with the Batman v Superman um, DVD, maybe.
1: Yeah, we got to be getting some sort of footage this year.
0: Well, we'll get it this year. I just I just don't think we'll get it before you know a year out. But that'll bring us to another trailer later. We'll talk about that. But also in that same announcement, Warner Brothers and DC said, "Hey, we've got two more untitled DC Comics movies we're going to release." One is October 5th, 2018, and the other one's November 1st,
1: 2019. <laughs> okay. So. I've been trying to figure out what this means. So are they trying to say, hey, we're we're creating two movies that you guys haven't heard about, so we need slots for them? Or is this just kind of a way of saying, like, oh, we need more dates because Batman and Superman didn't go as well as we thought it would, so we're going to have to shift some of these movies around by no, claiming some more free days?
0: That's not it at all. They would they would shift the dates much like they did Wonder Woman um, and then just do it. The Unannounced DC movies, to me... And are, they're going to release two more movies that we don't know about yet that aren't currently on their schedule. Uh-huh. Um, one of those I very highly believe is a Batman solo film. Yeah, I think that uh, would make sense. Simply because of the reaction from the film, mm-hmm. uh, Batman v Superman. And I think the other one might be a sequel date, maybe a Suicide Squad sequel potential. Um, that's the popular rumor. I am you know, I would cross my fingers for a Superman solo film, the last one, to close out the Superman trilogy. So to speak, uh, simply because you know, most most characters get three movies, right? Mm-hmm. They've not announced anything more. No, no, no current movie has a sequel other than Justice League and Justice League Two. Um, but I would like to see Superman kind of close out his trilogy with a, a his last solo film, I guess, before they have to. Do a fourth movie. Or yeah.
1: Well, I mean, well, those those ideas do make a lot of sense. You know, if they're not going to go ahead and move pre-existing announced movies around and they got to put new characters in there, it's going to be characters we probably would have seen already. So I think for sure it's got to be a Batman um, solo film. Uh, and the Superman one, not a bad idea either. It's almost kind of like a second redo. It's like their Batman v Superman movie was supposed to be there. Oh, sorry, Man of Steel wasn't that good. So we're going to give you this. Oh, sorry, that wasn't that good. So we're actually going to give you what you want, which is the solo Batman movie. Probably uh, have some sort of treatment done by Ben Affleck. I don't know if he's going to have like the final version of the script, but it sounds like he's been in it a little bit. Like We've heard uh, reports of him putting his pen to paper for Batman. So I would like that. <laughs> I wonder if it would be a prequel or if it would be a... Uh, um, you know more of what happens after Batman, and Superman.
0: I think a prequel would be awesome. I think it'd be easier to do. Um, but maybe it could be one of those movies that like it's a future movie, but it's also dealing with the past, a la the new um Arkham Knight game or the uh the Red Hood Batman stories. If you're familiar uh-huh. with those, yeah, where where it deals with the supposed death of Jason Todd and his resurgence as the Red Hood later. Um, oh
1: yeah, that would I actually yeah I think that would be awesome a Red Hood movie.
0: Yeah, I think that would be great. It would deal with, A, the past and the future at the same time. Um, But, again, the other one, it could be a sequel. I think a lot of people are maybe like, you know, maybe we need a Wonder Woman sequel in two years afterwards, which would be the 2019 date, or um, a Suicide Squad sequel. Uh, People people think they, they might be holding the slots open just to kind of see how the films do before they announce the sequels. Mm-hmm. But um, Lord knows, they've, they've got a lot on their plate. Another popular theory I forgot about is Justice League Dark is something I thought of. Um, we know they've worked on the movie a little bit, so maybe maybe that's for a Justice League Dark movie in there.
1: Yeah, I mean, e- either way, it sounds like we're both really confident that we're going to get that solo Batman movie.
0: Yes, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's a... Uh, a, a given at this point because there's so many people interested in it and it's going to do it uh and i think you know if i look at the schedule on on superhero slate.com for our upcoming releases that gives uh warner brothers three movies a year um it, it for for 2018 and uh 2019 as well so um i think they're they're trying to catch I, I hate to say it but like they're trying to put out as many as marvel is mm-hmm. um so i think i think that might be something so Gotta we'll ride wait. that wave We'll we'll see how it is, but um, definitely uh some bold, bold bold ideas to capture those dates without announcing movies. So uh-huh. we'll we'll see what they do. Which brings me to uh something we talked about: Suicide Squad is in and of itself. I want to talk about the reshoots we reported on last week. Uh-huh. Um, some some thoughts? Can we? You know, I mean, you're. I think you were kind of saying that you know this may be in reaction to Batman v Superman. Uh huh. Um. I have to disagree entirely because you can't schedule reshoots for a movie the week after the movie comes out. Um, I think these reshoots have been planned months in advance and that they've already, they're doing it. There's a three-week shoot. We reported that, you know, they're to inject some humor. Um, there's also another report saying they're adding more action scenes. Uh, so I, I don't think it's in response to Batman v Superman. I think it's maybe in and of itself something that needed to happen to Move the movie along and and not so much a reactionary force. It just happened to be in a horrible timing whenever the reshoot started. Yeah,
1: I, I would say so and you know, obviously like uh, I think you said last week, you know, those reshoots were definitely scheduled anyway but there's no shadow of a doubt in my mind that they're looking at Batman vs. Superman and going, okay, so we have these reshoots coming up, uh, this movie came out, didn't do so well maybe we respond by that a little bit by maybe tweaking this thing in our reshoot, so I don't know, we'll see. Uh, I'm just hoping the movie's good
0: Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, I think I think we're all holding our Holding our, crossing our fingers, holding our breath. I don't know. One of those two phrases uh, for, for for that movie. And I, it's it's coming up. I think it's what August is when it is this year, uh, August fifth. So I mean, that's a we got we got a little ways to go through. We've got a lot to get through before we get there. And uh, but uh-huh. I'm I'm excited to maybe you know have something there in the middle to hold us over until you know uh, the end of the year there. So that'll be good. I'm looking I'm looking forward to that, despite what people may say <laughs> about about us. Which brings us to Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice news, uh-huh. and some reports. So, first off, rumor, read this yesterday, is that Warner Brothers wants to release the R-rated version in theaters, like, in the, in the cinema, to help push it over the one billion mark. I mean, that wouldn't
1: surprise me if that's a, a, a trick that they have up their sleeve. Uh, that one billion mark seems to be uh, something that these gigantic summer blockbusters are, are heading for. Uh, they want that. They want that B. Uh, so I mean, the Avengers have done it. Marvel's done it plenty of times. So. Um yeah, that billion mark kind of says to, uh, the, the public, Oh, our movie was successful. This is a huge monumental thing for us to do. So if that's a trick that they have up their sleeve, um, I mean, I guess, I mean, I was, I'm not going to go back to the theater to see it in rated R I'm going to wait and I'm going to check out the, the home release. So this isn't going to get me back. So,
0: so that, that was my question for you. I know we're both interested in seeing this R rated slash extended cut. Um, so if they release it in theaters, you wouldn't go back to watch that version in theaters. You would wait until uh, it comes out and on home theater slash digital to watch it rather than go back to the theaters again.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, my mind's already set on being able to watch it at home. I mean, I, I the movie's not necessarily... Uh, Long in the sense of like, oh, a movie like this has never been this long before ever. Uh, It's just on the longer side of just any sort of action movie. So it's going to get even longer with this rated R cut. So when I'm watching it at home, at least I'll have the options, you know, pause, get up, get a drink. Or maybe I'm just like, oh no, this is a crazy part of the movie that makes no sense. I don't need to pause it. I have plenty of time to go get a drink because nothing's happening, so...
0: Yeah, I mean, I I don't think I'd go back to see it again for the R-rated cut. But, I mean, that would be an interesting idea, so to speak. I mean, it's not new. Star Wars did it with their special editions in 1997 when they put them Mm -hmm. back in theaters with the digital scenes. That accounted to their box office totals. Um, And then once again with the 3D version of uh, Phantom Menace, which I admit I went and saw in theaters. Uh-huh. Um, because I like capturing, you know, cinema, like the feeling of watching movies in a theater. So um, it's interesting to see if uh, Warner Brothers will actually do that or not. I, it's again, it's purely rumor, but it is an interesting idea if they they do go with it to to see that it would be the first time that a movie has been released with two different ratings in cinema. Uh-huh. So I'm interested to see where they go. So we'll, we'll keep our eyes on it and let you guys know. If you are going to go see it a second time or third time or multiple time for that R-rated version, let us know. I'm interested oh, to see yeah. who is actually doing that and if anyone would buy into that. Because I know, again, it's kind of like the X-Men Days of Future Past, the Rogue cut, uh-huh. where they added like 30 minutes of, of Rogue and it's a different movie kind of actually um, because they replaced Kitty Pryde with Rogue at the end of it. Uh, would was definitely something I wouldn't have gone back to the cinemas to see, but I'm glad I did see that version. Mm-hmm. So, But that brings us to our big news of the week. I think this might be the biggest news. Oh, for sure. Uh, uh, Star Wars, or Rogue One, a Star Wars story. That's going to bother me calling it that forever. <laughs> dropped an unannounced, surprising teaser trailer on Thursday uh, to, to the masses. I, I oh, honestly... We had no idea what to expect out of this movie. Releases December, uh, I believe, 12th or 18th of this year. Same time as last year, Star Wars. 16th. Um, What do you think, Mike? I want to get your impressions on this. We kind of talked a little bit about it yesterday, but what did you think?
1: Ooh, man, this trailer gives you goosebumps. This is doing something that I didn't think was possible, was really setting me back in that in that time frame of the original three Star Wars. So it's really, really weird. When the original Star Wars were made, uh, they were made in a decade where they did their best to make a, kind of like a futuristic type of space uh, world, even though it's a, a time long, long ago. Um, But you know, when you do the prequels, you gotta find a way of just like, oh, we have this uh, this CG now, so I'm gonna make everything in CG. But we gotta slowly de-evolve everything into this, you know, 70s, 80s type of uh, setting. So uh, basically, uh, the new movies, The Force Awakens, kind of found this cool way to bring that stuff back in. But uh, this trailer just brought me right back to that time. You know, they've they've nailed it. Technically, I think this might be uh right before a new hope time wise like it's it's like right up on new hope uh in, in the timeline so it just looks so amazing like they got the vibe down just right uh, there's this kind of really creepy like uh, uh, siren going on in the second so, part of the trailer. That, that's, just, that's
0: exactly what I was thinking about. That's the imperial mm-hmm. siren you kind of hear in uh, I think the original films, mm-hmm. like when, when like they break into something. And that that it just carries on. That horn carries on throughout, and that like brings you into it even more. Yeah, so I wanted I, to touch on that. Like, you're right. Like that 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 alarm is very like it kind of gives me an impression of maybe like you know World War II era. Like it, mm-hmm. you feel like you're in a war zone. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I mean, they just totally nailed the vibe. I felt like I was, I was watching an original Star Wars movie just kind of from a different angle, like from a different director's perspective, you know, so it was just really, really awesome. Like, oh, we do, we get to go back to that time with these new characters, and we get to see everything from this different angle, um, Uh, we were talking to a fan of the show yesterday, Jim, and he brought up the question like, oh, are are you guys going to like this movie if you don't see any lightsabers pop up? And it's the first time I thought about it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I guess, you know, there might not be any Jedi in this movie. Uh, It's, you know, it's going to be just like uh, rogues with like blasters and stuff like that, and that actually got me really excited. It is a Star Wars story at a totally different angle than what we've been getting before, and that just makes me like super excited to get something that's... That's new but it's back in that old like familiar warm and cozy time of star wars
0: i and i agree i think that's that kind of lends its hand to the the new title uh just called rogue one a star Wars story Mm -hmm. where it doesn't exist maybe in the i mean yes it takes place in star wars universe and kind of in that world but i don't care that there's not jedi like that's okay with me like they can bring it down to a, a more human level yeah, because you see a lot of different new things here and but there's also some old things like the black storm Troopers or the, the death troopers look pretty cool. I'm gonna uh-huh. be honest they looked awesome um I, and but at the same time we saw the imperial troopers and like it looks like a back to tank scene uh, later and uh, you're right it captures like a bunch of new but at the same time it doesn't feel out of place uh-huh. in the Star Wars timeline because this I think the the this is the story of how the ship plans for the Death Star got beamed into Princess Leia's ship at the beginning of A New Hope, uh-huh. because uh, Darth Vader says, "You know we, you know, cut transmissions of stuff, rebels stuff into your ship." And I think that's where this movie comes from, and I, again, for a teaser trailer, it feels really huge. This movie feels huge. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I think the the selling point for me was the scene the, the updated or older eighty eighties. On the beach, storming the beachfront. And there's four of them, and you're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, so cool. And then, like, the the badass, like,
1: heroes in our story are basically running straight at them. And that's one thing that gets me really excited, too, is that this movie is going to show that there's other important people in this universe. You know, uh people love to complain about the prequels, uh, but they don't love to complain about uh, the the originals or the Force Awakens. But the thing that does kind of crop up every once in a while is people are like, you know, I'm kind of tired of hearing about the same two families. I'm tired of hearing about the Solos and the Skywalkers. This is a whole galaxy. There's got to be other people out there, which is the one thing that kind of bugs me where I'm just like, I really hope Rey is not related to to Luke Skywalker because I want to be someone new and fresh. So I like that we're, we're getting these brand new people and we get to flesh out the the universe a little bit. But the the first thing that I, I heard people say is um, uh, the the lead, the female lead in uh, Rogue One. I don't remember the actress's name or her character's name off the top of my head. Jen Urso
0: is her character's name.
1: Yeah, but everyone's just like, oh, that's totally Rey's mom. And... Uh, I hope it's not, just because if it is, that means I was just totally spoiled, like, way far ahead of time, and I'm, I'm now I know it, uh, but it I would be cool. I would be okay with that, because it's a new character that will know, but not related to
0: anybody else, you know? Well, you know, I had not heard that at all until you mentioned that, so I just, I typed in Jin Urso to figure out who was playing, the, the actress who's playing her, and I, because I feel bad not knowing it, but, like, everyone's, like... Is Jin Erso Ray's mom? <laughs> Jin Erso shouldn't be related to anyone. Oh my... And I'm like, oh my god. Like, why... why, Who? <laughs> well, who thought of this? Like, I don't think it'd be fun. I, I don't want it to be related. I want it to be kind of standalone. And I, I like it. And it's Felicity Jones. She was actually in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, she was set up to be a black cat. Uh-huh. Uh, she was a secretary to the the Osborne uh, dude. So, I... I look really. I'm looking forward to this, and to see uh, Donnie Yen go out with his stick and like kick some stormtrooper ass with like his little stick there, uh-huh. was pretty awesome. So I, I want to see more of this. I want to see a full trailer. I know it's a little early in the year. This movie comes out in December, and the trailer just the teaser just now dropped. So they're they're ready for Star Wars. They're ready to give us Star Wars, and I'm ready for an unknown story with unknown characters and unknown ramifications. Like I'm really really hyped on this. There is one thing I I want to point out though. At the end of episode three, they're putting together the Death Star, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, they've already put in like that big weapons like satellite plate, but in this movie, it looks like they're putting it back in again. So somebody messed up, and they had to take it out. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. That continuity is crazy there. Oh, yeah. No one's going to be able to get past that, huh? Yeah. Oh, and Mon Mothma. That's the actual actress uh, who played Mon Mothma in episode three.
1: Yeah, um, that's pretty. that's pretty crazy. She's aged very, very well.
0: She she did uh, over over ten years, and the that's the only actor slash actress I know who has carried over to the the new Disney era of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had voice actors. I don't count that. This is a physical appearance. So until we get that Obi wan movie with uh, you know uh, Ewan McGregor, the, that's what this is what I'm counting on. So mm-hmm. Mon Mothma, who ever thought she'd be such a popular character? So so, so awesome, so cool. So that brings me into our next bit of news, which is Star Wars related, and I'm really surprised you didn't give me a Star Wars call on that last one, Mike. Really, yeah. really sad,
1: actually. Well, you know, I, I don't know if the Star Wars call needs to be attached to the uh, to the main headliner movies, or maybe maybe I need to come up with something new, something a little different for the the Star Wars story versions. You know.
0: Well, well, we- you think on that All because right. everyone wants your Star Wars battle cry, whether it's Star Wars or not. All so right. you got to you got to figure something out. All right, I'll,
1: okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back for Episode Nine as soon as we get the first trailer for Episode Nine. I, I gotta get you mean you mean eight? Yeah, eight. Sorry, eight. I I gotta wait until we get something more official, and then I'll start bringing the hooping and hollering back.
0: Okay. Well, how about in the meantime, Star Wars Episode Eight, an official I guess official but like an image released from. Uh, the, the director, Ryan Johnson, shows Maz Kanata returning for the film.
1: Yeah, Maz is awesome. I love Maz in episode seven. Some people were a little down on her because she was one of the uh, characters that basically wasn't fully um, practical. I guess the CG face kind of took some people out of it. I didn't really mind. I thought her character was pretty infectious. So I'm definitely looking forward to her coming back.
0: Yeah, totally. And what's really cool is you can tell they're filming over there in the corner. Um, and I believe that's the actress Kind of there in the middle standing But what they do for this movie for Star Wars films, They've got it to where they can The actress uh, Lupita I can't pronounce her last name Nyong'o or something like that
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Actually while she's v- motion capturing They're rec- playing it back live
1: Wow that's so cool
0: So she can see what the character looks like while she's doing it Rather than wait for them you know to do months of rendering Yeah te- so, technology uh, on movie sets Is so cool now Yeah, they've come a very long way, and that's really awesome, and uh, I'm glad they're using it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, Star Wars Episode Eight, no title yet, but we know it's coming out December 2017, so far away. Uh, But that's alright, because in the meantime, we've got what I think is our second biggest bit of news Mm -hmm. this week, is that Doctor Strange trailer is releasing this Tuesday. Ooh,
1: yeah. And We were talking about this last week on the show. We were speculating when we thought this trailer was going to drop, you know, uh, and it's coming, I think, a little sooner than we thought it was going to.
0: Yeah, so they stopped filming, filming wrapped last weekend, okay, because uh, Cumberbatch went to work on Sherlock season four. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, as you can tell, we're big fans. Uh, but I didn't expect the trailer to come out, you know, a month before the film, Until I heard a a couple things about Civil War we're going to talk about next. Mm -hmm. But this trailer, like, you know, we can't predict trailers to save our life, but I'm glad it's earlier than later. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: this is is definitely going to end up being our biggest news of next week's episode for sure.
0: Unless something then bigger comes along, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Spider Man trailer? Ooh, no, I'm kidding. Um, but uh, so Tuesday, I think it's Jimmy Kimmel live. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch will be on there on Tuesday night mm-hmm. to to release the trailer, uh, to unveil the trailer. So we will be talking about next week's show. We'll have the link on our Facebook. Don't you worry, folks. Go to our Facebook. We'll have the link for the trailer uh-huh. there. I'm sure it'll be all over Facebook. Like to be honest with you, um, but I'm really excited. They have all Marvel next week on Jimmy Kimmel, so I might try to watch some to see what they say. Uh, but also, the Russo brothers said Doctor Strange would be on Team Captain America. Oh, like, theoretically? If we were, yeah, if he was in Civil War, he would be on Team Cap.
1: Okay, I wonder... I I mean, it seems like there is a reason that they're saying that, so I wonder if somehow
0: that's uh, gonna come up
1: in Civil War.
0: I, I, I don't think so, because they, they, keep a- every, they ask about every character in the Marvel Universe so far. They're like, uh, what side was Loki on? And he chose... I'm on my own side, like mm. Team Loki. Okay, I got so you. it. So it's it's one of those things. Like if you're gonna ask them which side you're, like ask them a question. That that's the question, I guess. To ask. People All right. Marvel. Cool. W- which side are you on, Mike? I'm, I'm Team Cap for sure. Yeah, yeah. Me too. It's we're we're, we're predictable. <laughs> what can we say? But Doctor Strange gonna blow our minds. I can't. I can't. I mean, I hope so. But I'm really excited to see what it does and, and what it brings and how it looks. And like it's gonna be a teaser trailer, but I don't care. I'm ready for it. Oh, I want to yeah. see Doctor Strange.
1: Well, I mean, just that Rogue One trailer was technically a teaser trailer and it was amazing so yeah
0: yeah so i think that brings me into the idea that doctor strange may be a post-credit scene for the film if they're trying to introduce the audience to the character beforehand Mm -hmm. so i don't know if that's true or not i don't know but that that's my theory maybe i don't know either way let's talk about captain america civil war Ooh, yeah so this is something so psa right now right here right now People have seen the movie. Do not click on spoilers. Like, they are now officially spoilers, not rumors anymore. Okay? Yeah,
1: there's a there's a few people that I follow on Twitter that have seen the movie already and I'm doing my very best to avoid it. I mean, they're respectful enough not to put spoilers up, but I try to go in as clean as possible, and it's so hard because usually if a movie is really, really good or really, really bad, like if it's an extreme in some way, people just can't keep it silent. They have to, like, let a little bit out but I, I I've avoided some of it but I, I think I'm starting to get a little bit of uh, a glimpse at the initial impressions just along like the sides of it just the side of the initial impression so I'm I don't know I'm, I'm waiting to see what's going to happen
0: so here's the thing so PSA avoid avoid the internet okay you got a month to stay up <laughs> um, but the critics the first critic screening for this movie was on Friday as we kind of I've told you, but they've showed more critics over the over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not telling you what they said, Mike, but I want to tell you what this means for a movie mm-hmm. uh, in in the industry. And this could be purely this is purely speculation on my behalf. But if they show a movie a month ahead of time to the critics, do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing for the movie? I'm
1: pretty sure it's a good thing because I've kind of been hearing similar things that are basically saying. Um, you know, hey, guess what? This movie is so good. Uh, we, We want people to see it early so the hype train can just get started and get going. Um, and I think that might be what's happening here because you know we've seen it on the other case when a movie is really really bad whether it's actually a movie or I've seen it with video games too that review embargo does not lift until like a day the movie comes out so I think this is a good sign but at the same time it's like it's Marvel you know Marvel usually is pretty confident when it comes to their movies Uh, so I definitely never thought for a second that this movie was going to be a stinker in any way because I mean it's the same guys that made uh, Winter Soldier, which is my favorite Marvel movie. So I definitely have high hopes for the movie. So this is all sounding really good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so that's my thing. Like, I think Marvel and Disney feel they have another hit on their hands because I also sent Mike a link to where he could have gotten tickets to see the movie three weeks early.
1: Oh yeah, it, it would have been just a couple days from when people are listening to this episode. But uh, I have a feeling the people that got those tickets are probably on some sort of emailing list, and they got that notification like right away. Because by the time so, I got to that page, those tickets were gone.
0: Yeah, so I was lucky enough to do that for Avengers the first time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, four years ago. And that's the only other movie they did that with in Marvel. Mm-hmm. And look how great Avengers was yeah. and how big it turned out to be. So I feel that Marvel's like, okay, finally we're back to a comfort level where we can give this early release and build a hype train to where we think this movie's going to go huge and be popular and big. And that's all speculation. This is not you know what critics are saying or what anyone's saying. This is what I'm saying. So I think this critic screening a month early and showing it to you know the public... Three weeks early is huge for this movie, and that's a good indicator. The public is what makes me nervous, because I feel like I can
1: trust the critics, at least with spoilers, but I feel like if you're just letting the general public into that movie like a couple weeks before I get to see it, I get really nervous, because I can't trust just a random stranger from not blasting spoilers on the internet. Yeah. So basically... I'm on like my first initial stages of lockdown, which is basically where I stop going to like just free reign, uh, commenting, uh, parts of the internet. So I don't go to any boards where people can just like spam it with anything they want to say, you know, I only go to very specific, uh, parts of, uh, Reddit. You know, if I know that they're talking about the movie, I try to avoid it. I look for spoiler free tags. So that's my first line of defense. And then I'll start shutting down more and more as I get closer to the movie.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be very difficult month uh, for everyone involved here (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, because I I don't want to know anything I want to know as little as I can too, so um, it's gonna be interesting. And while my computer of a jet engine is taking off, let's (laughs) switch over to this concept art. I opened up um, two images of concept art. First, we see War Machine and Falcon fighting it off in the air. Mm -hmm. Uh, I this actually. To see if, if this comes to life or not Is the Falcon's wings curve mm-hmm. uh, I've, I've kind of not seen that You know Like they can't seem more stiff than this So I'm glad to see they curve mm-hmm. And he looks like he has like an Iron Man like laser Oh yeah he's got some laser tech choice. It makes me
1: think that maybe uh, Towards the beginning of the movie uh, You know Because uh, the last time we saw all these guys It was at the end of Ultron and they were kind of getting the quote-unquote new Avengers together, getting that new team assembled, and they're probably starting to like uh, stock up on like some new tech. You know, they gotta start uh, prepping to save the world. So I could definitely see Falcon picking up some cool laser beams on his gauntlets. So he's putting them to use. It looks like.
0: Yeah, and it, it, I, I can't wait to see that battle. I'm sure that's one of the uh, the big the big culmination of everyone fighting Mm -hmm. but that brings me to the second piece of art where it shows black panther captain america bucky and war machine all kind of having a a standoff Mm -hmm. and i don't know if this is the part where bucky's running away or this is the airport scene again um but i definitely uh am looking forward to seeing black panther is what i'm looking forward to the most Mm -hmm. on this movie you
1: know it's really funny when you have a character that can shrink and get really really small you start to overanalyze every single little bit of art like in that other piece that we were looking at with Falcon, it looked like there was some debris coming off of his wing. And I was like, oh, is that debris Ant-Man? I was like, no, it's just debris. So you, you got to have a keen eye now because these heroes are getting so small. You never know where they could be. I mean, technically, they could say like, oh, Ant-Man's in every single bit of concept art. Go look. they like, I don't know. No, they're,
0: they're not going <laughs> to. I actually, I actually did that joke in Target uh, two days ago. Um, or no, Yesterday. It was yesterday at Target because they they sell a a character pack of all the characters in Civil War except Ant Man and I'm like oh look it says bonus Ant Man right here he's down here in the bottom look and my Beyonce's like what <laughs> I'm like I'm, I'm joking he's he's not there oh jeez so, she's not gonna marry she's
1: not gonna marry you after that joke
0: but that that was that was not the worst joke of the day <laughs> so we were driving home and I'm like okay um, she's gonna go do her running thing I'm like all right I'm gonna work on my math and she's like math what i'm like yeah i'm gonna play the division and she's like <laughs> oh god <laughs>
1: oh man get out of here
0: yeah yeah it was it was it was pretty hard um but either way these concept art look great let's talk a little bit of casting stuff for this news which mm-hmm. which one bit is, is gonna be confusing slash maybe not i don't know we have to wait till the movie but the alfre woodard um she is an actress she's actually gonna be in luke cage coming up oh cool However, she was not cast for Luke Cage until after Civil War had stopped filming already. Okay. So she's going to be playing two different roles in the Marvel Universe, which we've seen happen before it happens. Oh, that's kind of, yeah, I guess I was kind of hoping
1: maybe they're trying to lightly cross the the two uh, universes. I guess not universes, but the two kind of branches of Marvel over a little bit, like Netflix and the movies.
0: Yeah, so we don't know. Again, that could be the case. But in the show, Luke Cage, her character has been cast as Mariah Dillard. No relation. Um, but for Civil War, she supposedly plays the, the mother of, of a victim of, of some one of the Avengers movies. Uh-huh. Um, but, again, she wasn't cast in Luke Cage until afterwards. So we could see different characters. We could see the same, and they may work it out. I don't know yet. Um, but the the first idea or the first rumor slash news is that she's two different characters but the same goes for the character who played Sousa in Agent Carter he was actually in Avengers as a police officer hmm all right so it's happened before we've seen it whatever move along move along all right, next up, Jim Rash from Community is actually in Civil War. Oh, man, that, I love Jim Rash. Uh,
1: I don't know if they're going to try to turn him into a, a serious character or gonna or he's going to be funny, but, man, I love that guy. I always re- recommend people, uh, if you want to listen to, like, a really funny podcast, uh, he's been on the Nerdist podcast I think a couple times, at least twice, I want to say. But he is always infectious and hilarious when he's on that, so I love Jim Rash so much. So, I'm looking forward to seeing that. And that makes sense because the Russo brothers did direct a few episodes of Community uh, back when they were, uh, before they were super mega uh, movie directors. So, uh, actually, and now that, yeah, that makes sense because uh, Abed... um, from yep. community uh what's the danny poody yep. yeah he was in so he was in winter soldier so it makes me think are we gonna yep. get some more uh community uh people in like infinity war part one and two i would love that that'd be hilarious
0: you could definitely and something cool about jim rash is he was actually uh in a superhero film sky high
1: oh yeah he was wasn't he
0: as a, as a psychic to the supervillain Royal pain. So, um, yeah, he's, he's no stranger to superhero films, if you will. Um, but, uh, yeah, just want to point that I knew you'd get a kick out of that. So oh, man. that's, that's awesome.
1: Love me some Jim Rash.
0: Now the last bit of thing on civil war ties us into our next topic. Okay. Spider-Man. We know how long, we now know how long Peter Parker and Spider-Man are in civil war. Do you want to know? No, no, do not tell me. You don't me. want to know how do long, not long not okay. do, <laughs> okay. do not tell me. Absolutely. Do not tell me. Because I'm
1: still trying to figure out if I can, um, if I can still be happy if he's only in the movie for a very, very small bit, because. When at the first onset, when we started getting the Spider Man news in Civil War, they everyone was kind of uh, saying cameo, cameo, cameo. He's not, you know, he's not going to be in the movie a whole lot. But they made him a very pivotal part of the last trailer, and they made him a really big selling point. And I mean, I guess technically you could say Vision in Ultron wasn't in the movie a whole lot. He didn't show up until the third act. So I don't know if that's kind of what they're going to do parallel here. But yeah, do not tell me. I do not want to know.
0: Okay. Well, if anyone does want to know, message me directly on Twitter. Uh, I will tell you how long Peter Parker and Spider-Man are both in the movie itself. Mm-hmm. So, um, just to, just to clarify, Mike, it would make you happier if he was in the movie longer than just a cameo i don't so, i i don't judging by what you judging by what you just said that's all that's all i'm, I'm going i with. don't necessarily have the answer
1: i think if he was in the movie as much as vision was an age of ultron i would be happy with it if it's less i would be kind of sad um but so long longer is better in your opinion oh yeah longer is better um but yeah. i have a feeling that we'll probably see more peter parker than we will spider-man though but, okay. but don't, tell, I, me, but I don't can't, tell me
0: I can't tell you if you're right And I can't tell you if you're wrong But <laughs> I know the answers So just uh, shove that in your face a little bit <laughs> uh, So that brings us to our next topic Spider-Man We're going to talk about Spider-Man the movie mm-hmm. All right, Spider-Man uh, is interesting here Sony registered some new domains Okay. Um, this week Four different ones Spider-Man Homecoming Movie Spider-Man Coming of Age Movie Spider-Man Greatness Awaits Movie And Spider-Man Suspended Movie okay. That's, uh, Those are some interesting titles Okay, And everyone's like, oh my gosh, that's the Spider-Man subtitle. And I'm like, okay, stop. You idiots. Do you realize Spider-Man has an animated film coming out in 2018 that Sony is doing by themselves? And I think all of these make great animated movie titles. Yeah, they do kind of. And they don't make great actual movie titles. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
1: because I mean, suspended. Oh, we're gonna go ahead and throw that out there. That that sounds like maybe a name of like an iOS game or something like that. Um, a greatness. It's a
0: double entendre because he's also. a school uh, yeah, student. yeah,
1: I know. So, um, oh. Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming. Home-
0: that uh, Homecoming is actually a story from the late '80s, early '90s that involved both. Iron Man and uh, Captain America in it as well, mm-hmm. and we got Spider. So that that's Spider-Man. actually that one makes the most sense, but it's the worst name. Spider Man greatness. Awa-
1: Spider Man greatness awaits. Seems a little too uh, generic f- to title like a story. Um, I w- I don't know. I think coming of age. I'm kind of leaning towards that one, maybe for an animated movie. That
0: sounds dirty. <laughs> so I think that you know, like if it was like a triple X parody, like yeah, that be that be it. Uh, Chris, but it, it'd have to spell coming some other way. But uh, yeah, whatever.
1: Chris doesn't have to
0: be dirty. I, that one does. Uh, I don't think any of those make great film titles, to be <laughs> honest, for the actual live-action movie. Um, but I think they're animated titles. I think that's what Sony's doing. I, they're, they're working on their animated I, film.
1: I almost have a feeling that they might just try to go for the untapped uh, titles that we've had for Spider-Man. So uh, we had The Amazing Spider-Man with the Sony reboot, and I was okay with the title. I kind of liked how they were going into those um, Spider-Man titles. Um, uh, comic book titles. Uh, maybe Spectacular Spider-Man. I think I'd like that.
0: Yeah, I think the the problem with that's going to come down to is, is I had this issue with my future brother-in-law yesterday. I have an extra copy of The Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, do you want this copy of The Hulk? And he's like, well, which one? And no matter what I told him, he's like, I don't care about the titles. Is that the first or second one? so i think once we get into the point of like it's we have spider-man and amazing spider-man and spectacular spider-man like is it the movie or the cartoon show okay and if it's a movie is that the first second or third one all right so i can can see what you're saying and marvel has been doing a lot of things with um subtitles as well like Uh good things with subtitles um i i mean maximum carnage is out the window despite how bad we'd want that um (laughs) But like, there might be some good Spider-Man like arcs out there we don't know about, or just can't think of off the top of our heads that might be good titles, other than these four that we've been given. So if so.
1: if uh, Captain America: The First Avenger was the title of Captain America's movie, maybe we get Spider-Man: The Funniest Avenger, uh, Spider-Man: The Most uh, uh, Poor Avenger, maybe something like that.
0: I I hope they just take Avenger out of the title. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a lot of Avenger titles coming forward. Spider-Man: Here, The Poor. Yeah, Spy. <laughs> I guess I don't. I don't know. Spider Man, man, whatever. Regardless, that's that's coming up. If you guys can think of better titles, tell us. Uh. I want to know what you guys think. Let us know what you could you could you could do here. Um, and there's also another bit of Spider Man news: is that um, Kevin Feige has said that other characters in the Marvel Universe will be appearing in the Spider Man movie. Ooh, uh, yes. So we don't know who that means. Um, there has been rumor slash speculation that. Captain America and Iron Man are, I guess, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. are going back to Atlanta this fall for some filming, which could be Spider-Man related. We don't know. Hmm. Um, so they could be back in the movie. I I hope not. Uh, I think we might. My my assumption is we're going to see enough of that in this movie, Civil War, of you know, pulling them back and forth. But whatever, we'll have to see.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that we just get a really strong Marvel movie out of Spider-Man and not a Sony movie out of Spider-Man.
0: I think we will. I feel. I feel confident about this. I think Marvel feels confident about it, and and they're gonna be like, listen, Civil War gangbusters, gangbusters. Sony, like let us let us handle this. Get out of our way. We're <laughs> gonna do it.
1: Yeah, we're gonna make you money.
0: Yes, that's right. So Spider Man, woo. So next up, we're gonna move into the TV world for a second here, and an unsur- in a very surprising announcement this week. Uh-huh. Uh That cloak and dagger. Two characters in the Marvel Universe are getting a TV series straight to series order on Freeform, formerly ABC Family.
1: Yes. Now, this is a mixed bag. So I think Cloak & Dagger often popped up when the Netflix kind of talk was uh, in early uh, stages. People were like, oh, Cloak & Dagger would be great for a TV series. Uh, You know, maybe we could get them in there somehow. So um, Freeform is an interesting network. So... Uh, everybody kind of knows it as ABC Family, but they've kind of rebranded themselves because they they play a lot of younger type of demographics, it's young adult, yeah, it's
0: young adult stuff.
1: Yeah, and I would almost say skewed female, uh, to be honest. Uh, so, but they've kind of been doing this new thing where I guess they're rebranding themselves as Freeform, and they have this, like they kind of have like this sci-fi fantasy show that they started around the same time. I don't remember what it's Shadow called. Hunters. Yeah, I don't know if it's any good but uh, Cloak and a Dagger I'm, I'm looking forward to it I like the idea of a show um, it seems like Marvel's reach knows no bounds they're like oh do we have any networks out there that don't have a Marvel property yet Well, yeah, we have this really young skewed uh, freeform network let's throw something on there too so I- I'm looking forward to it I-, I think they're trying to do something new with this network so this is a really good way to give it a, a, a jolt you know
0: yeah, so my two things when this popped up, it was I was one of the first person to to break this on Comic UI. I was really happy about that, um, but Marvel hadn't announced it yet, which really worried me. And I'm like, is Freeform just taking? Because Cloak and Dagger can fall under like X Men sometimes. They're not mutants, but they could fall under like that sometimes, or uh, they're very. You know, no one cares about Cloak and Dagger enough to say what who owns them, really. Yeah. So I'm like, is this going to be related to Marvel or not? Marvel did come out and announce it later, so this will be tied into the larger Marvel Cinematic Universe mm-hmm. and that continuity, um, which is great to me. I think that's awesome. I'm glad it's getting on another channel. Will I have enough time to watch this? I don't know. <laughs> we got a lot of TV shows coming our way. I mean, Marvel has Most Wanted, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Damage Control, An Unannounced Project, and now Cloak and Dagger. And I think they're taking the ultimate cloak and dagger version Which dealt a lot with um, Very very teen based comic series
1: Yeah they they definitely say That they want to be pretty pivotal On the love story between the two characters And that makes sense for the type of network That this is on and when I think about the when I think about this show, I think about production value within Agents of Shield kind of level. I don't think of Netflix level at all when I think of this show. So don't go in with crazy high expectations of like Daredevil type quality, you know, uh, production. You know, this is gonna be this is gonna be a little bit lower. They're probably gonna focus more on characters and maybe a little less on action, uh, possibly.
0: Yeah, and they've got really interesting powers. Cloak and Dagger. Um, one, um, I think, is Dagger as Tandy White. I think is her name. She can send shoot like um, white beams and like uh, like light daggers, uh-huh. like made out of light. And uh, Cloak, uh, he can like teleport people and uses darkness to his advantage. So they are like you know day and night kind of characters. So like that's where the love story comes from. Uh-huh. But what the real question is: Will we see a crossover between this and uh, the? agents of shield slash those tv shows oh I, i would love
1: i would love some of that that'd be really really cool because that's kind of a way to bring more superheroes into agents of shield i mean they kind of hit a gold mine recently within humans basically they can just create somebody with superpowers and they don't have to explain it too much which is working out really really well for shield but i would love to maybe get something a little else in there that's maybe not inhuman you know
0: yeah, and in the Ultimate Universe, they were created by uh, the Roxxon Corporation. Mm-hmm. Um, they were in a, a, a traffic accident, and they had to use this stuff to bring the, like to keep them alive, and it ended up um, giving them powers. So, yeah.
1: And it makes sense that they're probably going to keep the Roxxon angle, because Roxxon was really, really heavily quoted in uh, Agent Carter Season 2. Yeah.
0: Yes, and, and another another um, I mean, Daredevil, even, uh, during the uh, Elektra scene with the, the I guess... Daredevil was outside listening to Elektra in a board meeting. Yeah, yeah, that was that was rocks on. Mm-hmm. So, um, lastly, before I forget, Cloak and Dagger was actually one of the original four shows mentioned in 2009 to get a TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, Cloak and Dagger, uh, Mockingbird was one which she showed up in Shield. Uh, jessica jones was one which became a netflix show and the third one was a hulk one by guillermo del toro but since guillermo del toro was involved it will never come to fruition <laughs> uh as, as i believe most of his projects never do so um i just want to point that out that we have three of the four shows initially like conceptualized in 2009 uh on coming to tv so that's really awesome mm-hmm. all right shifting gears all right deadpool 2 everyone's looking forward to it oh yeah uh, Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, is being locked in for the sequel, finally. Yeah, uh, I think that's... There's some, no doubt about it, yeah, there's but, no
1: Deadpool movie without Ryan Reynolds.
0: But but he definitely probably is getting a little more money for it since the popularity of the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, de- he deserves it. He, he did a lot of that on his own. Uh, even without a mask. Or even with a mask on an, a messed up face. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the filming begins this fall and is to include Cable and Domino. That's awesome!
1: I I can't wait to see both of those characters. Uh, I'm very familiar with uh, with uh, them from like the X Men animated series. Or uh, Domino was uh, one of the uh, cards uh, in the in the uh, Marvel Legends game when you uh, first taught us how to play. Domino kept popping up, and I was like, Domino's awesome! She looks so sweet on these cards.
0: Yes, yes, I love that game. The Captain America version just came out last week. I'm really mm. excited. Uh, love Legendary, but yeah, yeah, Domino's really. I'm glad I'm glad they're including her. Um, so we'll we'll have to see how they they get her involved on this. Uh-huh. Um, next up, Wolverine three got some casting announcements this mm-hmm. week. Uh, the actor uh, Boyd Holbrook, I don't know him off the top. Of my, he was in something, um, I believe it's Narcos. Yeah, Did that you know Netflix we? show. He's in Narcos. His uh, cast as the main villain, but we don't know who he is.
1: Yeah, I mean, if if uh, this Wolverine movie is supposedly supposed to be going. Um, uh, old Man Logan, they they're redoing Old Man Logan right now in the comics, aren't they?
0: You say for the comics?
1: Yeah, because we we had the we had the old original version of Old Man Logan, but uh, didn't they start like a new run of it? I guess with maybe a new version of Wolverine.
0: No, actually, so um, Old Man Logan was a, a a mini arc in an old Wolverine uh, ongoing. Mm-hmm. It, it was supposed to be standalone, like an, a what if future. Well that character got transported into the Marvel universe after Secret Wars. So it's oh, okay. the same it's, it's the same Wolverine, same old man Logan, but he's now exists with all the other characters. Okay. Because people I like see. him so much.
1: So they haven't rewritten that original story then.
0: No, no, it still exists. Yeah. He, he remembers all of it.
1: Yeah, so basically I'm just trying to think back to that story and try to think of the villains that were involved and I don't like it was basically Red Skull and Hulk's and we don't really have any of that, you know, for the X-Men universe.
0: Yeah, so I I don't know if they're gonna go old man Logan. I mean, they may do a road trip with an older Logan and a Professor X uh, kinda kind of movie, but I to me, I think this um, character might be the character um Kraden, or Graydon Creed, which is the child of Sabretooth and Mystique. Uh-huh. So like maybe Wolverine or Sabretooth's legacy is hunting down Wolverine. It may not be the child of Mystique anymore in, in the movies, but we've got um, decades of unknown information since days of future past reset everything maybe maybe
1: that's the name of the movie wolverine legacy
0: yeah that 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 actually is a comic book series as well so um i don't know maybe maybe he's the son of wolverine in the future (sighs) well we'll have to see there's a lot there's a lot of unknowns going on and that movie comes out next march but i'm really excited and uh we'll keep you posted if more information comes out for for sure. sure for sure and that ties us into X-Men Apocalypse, the next X-Men movie <laughs> the of
1: the, year. the least anticipated uh, comic book movie of the year. Not saying the, the worst comic book movie of the year, but it's definitely the least anticipated. No one's really super it, stoked for this right now.
0: It's definitely forgettable. Yeah. That's for sure. So they did announce that it is getting an international IMAX release mm-hmm. for the film. Which is good because I like to watch an IMAX. I, I I'm a snob like that. I may I may not get the recliners like Mike does, but I get my <laughs> big screen. Uh, but they also released four horseman photos um, for each of the characters who are the horsemen. You don't have to look at all these, but I mean, this was like early news in the week, and they look kind of cool. Yeah, it's just uh, uh, it's cool
1: little marketing.
0: I like it. It I it's hard to tell who is who. Uh, who is supposed to represent what horseman? Um, I think Magneto he kind of looks like War. If I was a Batman, uh-huh. um, Angel is Death, Storm is Famine, and Psylocke is uh, I have no idea. Maybe I don't know Pestilence. I, I don't know. I think it's probably Famine. I can't tell. I can't tell who Horseman's watch. But these are cool posters. so yeah. take a look at them. Uh, if anything, at, at the worst, X Men Apocalypse at least looks visually cool. Uh, with all the, the mutant abilities they're going to be using. So, I want to see more. I want to learn more. But we've got a lot to get through to get there. So, that's that's about two months away. May 29th. And we're going to switch gears. Kingsman. Alright. I like Kingsman. Do you like Kingsman? Oh, How do you think, we, you like Kingsman?
1: everybody knows we love the Kingsman.
0: We love Kingsman. So, the, the, the sequel is being worked on. And then I sent you an image this week um, showing that it, the, a poster tweeted from the actor... Uh, Taron Edgerton shows that it's got the glasses with one eye shot out, and it says, rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Uh-huh. We are led to believe that Colin Firth is, is Colin Firth could be coming back for the movie.
1: Yes, and um, I guess uh, we, we won't speak directly to it in case it's a spoiler, because I have a feeling there's still some people out there that haven't seen this movie yet, and I very much want you to go see this movie, but... Um, Uh, Colin Firth definitely was uh, visually stated in the movie saying that, oh, this character will not be coming back. But it seems like they might try to find a way.
0: (laughs) So I don't care. I'm going to take Mike's rule out the window. This movie has been out over a year and like two months. So, yes, he 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 appears to be dead in the movie. Okay. Okay. All right. He got to watch it. It, It's. He got it's shot been, in the face, okay. <laughs> it's been 14 months. If you haven't watched it, I'm sorry. Like, But but I don't know if this tweet is referring directly to Colin Firth. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the movie, um, Taron Edgerton's character, Eggsy, wears those same glasses. But what if they think he died in the exploding heads room? And maybe like people think he's dead as well, and he's the one who comes back.
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean, Colin Firth, uh, I couldn't possibly believe that he would still be alive after what we saw because it was a very pivotal part of the movie where they're yeah. kind of comparing it to like oh and in, in, in most spy movies you know the good guy would win and the bad guy wouldn't and you'd get away right now and then uh, Samuel L. Jacksons just like sorry that's not how this is gonna play out I'm gonna shoot you right in the head and he, yeah. he did that very uh, straightforward uh, and it's really hard to believe that the character would still be alive. But there was a dis- – I don't remember the scene 100%. It's been a while since I've seen it. But I have seen some people saying like, oh, they can basically just say that he was wearing bulletproof glasses. You know, maybe the bullet did indeed hit him, but maybe the glasses kind of broke the bullet into fragments. So maybe now he just kind of has like a messed up face or something like that. I don't know. I- if they bring him back, just make it believable in some realm of the, the – in the movie universe that you're building.
0: So, I really like Colin Ford. He's one of the most... Turning, um, you know, a love story actor into a badass spy in that movie was really awesome. Mm -hmm. He had the best fight scene in the whole movie in the church. Oh, yeah. Um, But I I think bringing him back would cheapen his death a little bit because that was kind of the motivation for the last act of the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that, you know, Eggsy could do it by himself. But, you know, again, I think, you know, you bring up a good point. You know, he's a spy. He comes prepared. And maybe his glasses were, you know bulletproof or something so i don't know we'll have to see i'm really excited to see where kingsman 2 goes the golden circle there's no book it's based on it's gonna be fresh matthew vaughn's returning i'm pretty sure so i really want to see where it goes i'm really excited mm-hmm. so kingsman 2 go for, go go you i guess whatever <laughs> lucifer have you been watching it nope <laughs> all right i really like this show i haven't caught up is well, this is gonna be my summer watching sh- show because I don't have enough time with the wedding planning and work and all that stuff to watch it. Mm-hmm. But it is returning for season two. All right. All right. So that means we're not, I'm not <laughs> the only person who liked it. I hear a lot of people in the comic book store who really like it. So that's really awesome. I think that's great that you know, comic book people like it, despite the fact that it is very, very loosely based on the Sandman character, Lucifer so that's good i'm glad it's coming back so maybe maybe we'll we'll get into it by yeah maybe i
1: mean that uh that first trailer that dropped for the show did not get me entertained but i guess it's been hooking some people
0: i love the pilot uh even my fiance loved the pilot we just haven't had time to watch the rest of it so um i definitely think i would watch lucifer before i ever watch supergirl (laughs) so that that's me that's my take in the meantime, The Flash uh, is on a hiatus yet again for like two weeks because it's stupid. <laughs> and I hate it. it comes back and does one episode, then it's on break for two weeks. Like, why can't you just be like S.H.I.E.L.D. and give us something every week Yeah, give it, talk about? Give it to us. Plan it out. Um, but the Arrow's Black Canary, uh, Laurel Lance, I guess, uh, is to be as the Black Siren in The Flash. So that's a good crossover, uh-huh. I think. Um, I'm glad they're, they're... – this goes and leads – like credence to my theory that Earth Two, like where all these, like other their doppelgangers are, mm-hmm. is actually an evil Earth, and that the like all their versions over there are evil. Makes sense to me. Versions of themselves. Makes
1: sense to me, man.
0: So I don't know. I want to put that on there because I like the Flash. I really, I really enjoy it. Isn't it come back until I think like a week from Tuesday. So that's kind of a bummer, but whatever. I like the Flash. Let's watch it. The Mummy, Mike's Mike's second favorite movie coming up. <laughs> I know. I know this is high on his radar. I'm looking forward. Um, so they've they're actually filming it. So this is happening. Okay, and this is our first on-set image of Tom Cruise filming. Uh, and I don't know who that actress is. Yeah, I, to be
1: clear, I'm looking more forward to this interesting franchise that they're building around these monsters more than the movie itself. Uh, Tom Cruise uh, usually picks really good movies. He's really entertaining uh, when uh, on screen. So I'm looking forward to what their their team they're going to eventually team this up with what like Dracula and Frankenstein or something like that.
0: Whatever Universal Monsters say, they feel like doing. Yeah. So yeah, that. I know, what was the other one? Um, was it? Was it something? Was it? it wasn't Van Helsing. Maybe it was was another movie we talked about. The Invisible Man. Okay. It was the Invisible Man with Johnny Depp. That was the other one.
1: Yeah, and and they might throw a werewolf in there or two. I don't know, but that kind of uh, potential sounds really really cool to me. So we'll have to see how this uh, mummy, I guess, kind of reboot works out.
0: Yeah. So I mean, from this image, I'm like, okay, I could I could buy it. I'll watch it. Mm -hmm. Whatever. I don't hate it yet. Something we also don't hate. We talked about this earlier. Sherlock coming back uh season 4 is filming. Ooh. So, so you we th- talked about it earlier want to want to talk about it. You think in uh January 2017 maybe? I would like to see something in the spring cuz there's no Doctor Who this this fall. They're taking a year off Doctor Who. So BBC needs one of their shows to fill in that hole. Ah. Um, and we know that they film essentially 3 movies um is what we get because mm-hmm. they're 90 minute shows. So, I mean, to film three movies would be interesting, but I, I w- I'm hoping fall, but I'd settle for spring. Oh, man. I'm so excited. What's really funny is the season three began filming, I think, three years ago on the same day season four started filming. So mm-hmm. they, they took their sweet time between sh- seasons on
1: that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just how they do it across the pond.
0: Yeah, that, they, they're, they're like, whatever. We'll make our own shows. They're all good quality. hmm and lastly, uh, Gears of War, did you ever play that game, Mike? I, I know you're not much of a gamer.
1: Yeah, I, I played uh, I played uh, quite a few of the Gears of War games, actually.
0: So, the fourth one's announced with the release date of October 11th. I only mention this because it has split screen, okay? This is a very big, big news in the world of gaming because even Halo doesn't have split screen anymore. Mm-hmm. But Gears of War 4 will. So, I, if you haven't got your
1: Xbox One yet, you need to get on that. I think Gears of War could make a pretty good movie, actually. Maybe once we get into that new video game movie future, hopefully after Assassin's Creed does well, and hopefully Warcraft ends up surprising me and does something pretty cool, maybe we can get a Gears of War movie coming.
0: No, oh, that'd be pretty sweet. Um, I'd, I'd buy into that. But I think it's going to suffer from the same thing. Um, uh, Halo will. A lot, of, a lot of effects, and, and no one wants to pay for it. So,
1: Well, once, uh, once one of these movies make a lot of money, we might get it.
0: Knock on wood, buddy. Knock on wood. But that's it for the show this week.
1: Ooh, it was quite a show. It. it was quite a show. Uh, I'm still... I, my goosebumps still have not gone away from that Rogue One trailer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Really, really excited for Rogue One. I I mean, I, mean, can't... Rogue One's good. I'm not going to say I'm in love with it just yet because Doctor Strange has me on the horizon. <laughs> I'm more worried about what's next than, than what we just saw. Uh-huh. So, but that, that's it. Um, In the meantime, if you're going to be doing any Rogue One comics, I don't know, maybe... Maybe bring back porkins. <laughs> uh, where can I find those comics at, Mike? Well, they
1: can always follow me at Mike Royer Design on Twitter and Instagram. And like Chris said, you can go read my webcomics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, if people want to know how long Peter Parker slash Spider Man is going to be in Civil War, uh, where <laughs> can they send you a private message to get that info?
0: Yeah, you can go to Twitter at Valdan, V A L D A N. I will have the information ready to share with anyone who's willing to read. I don't consider it spoilery, but I'm glad you remember that, Mike, because I forgot that, I <laughs> that. So, so reach out to me there, and you go to ComicUI.com com and and read our news. And if there's a trailer, I usually put them up there as well. And maybe I'll, if I get some time, I'll do some breakdowns. But uh, I want to get over whatever this flu bug I have is before I I go jump on that bandwagon. Oh yes. So, other than that, Mike, they're listening to us. But where else can they find us at?
1: Well. As I say every week, as always, please visit SuperheroSlate.com. That is the best place where you can find all the outlets where we put the show, man. We're on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tumblr. You can subscribe to us via email. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. If you're a fan of the show, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. We super, super love that, and we would love you if you did that too. And if you yes. are a, a super fan of our show, uh, just share it with a buddy, share it with a friend, and uh, we will keep recording as long as you guys keep listening. And Chris, I hope you get better, man. It sucks being
0: sick. Thank you. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go rest up the rest of the day and uh, make sure the show gets up on Monday. So. Pew, pew. <laughs> All right. I'm, I, was, I was finger pointing at the microphone but then I realized you couldn't see it <laughs> so that, that's a good indicator of where I am, am, am today
1: Alright, well I gotta go prep my body to eat french fries and gravy so I'm gonna go do that Alright, well we'll see you guys next week Alright, bye everybody, bye Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe